0: Happy New Year! I hope everyone had very happy holidays and a happy start to your year. I have a friend who always says we should celebrate the new year on the first day of school. That's when things really change. The only thing that changes on January 1st is the calendar, but on the first day of school, new routines, new classes, new friends, new teachers, new rules, new activities, it all changes. I digress a bit, but I hope with the change in the calendar came some resolutions and you're ready to get back to work. This is also a great time to talk about 2023 planning, which you should be thinking about trend-wise and what you want to be sure you don't miss. We have quite a few things happening this month that will help you do with your planning, help you stay abreast of trends, evolve some of the work you do, and most importantly, measure your efforts to the objectives of the organization or your clients' organizations. We'll cover all of that and maybe a little bit more in this episode of the Spin Podcast. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Ah, the start of the year. We're all optimistic about the things we can achieve and life looks fun and exciting. The gym is also full of people who won't be there past February. So I have to be extraordinarily patient for the next 45 days. But yay, a fresh new year. Lots of resolutions. We can do this. With the start of a new year comes new plans and ideas with the need to understand how to measure it all so that our work is valued the same way sales and marketing are. It's not an easy task, but it can be exciting if you look at it as a fun challenge to unravel. Part of that challenge is figuring out how to use the Peso model to advance your career, provide new ideas, and measure your work. The Peso model is the framework my team and I came up with 10 years ago. That's crazy. To evolve the work we do with clients. Back in the day, we primarily did earned media. And for those of you who do that work, you know there are peaks and valleys. If there's a new product or service or a new campaign or some actual news, you have lots of stories placed. Everyone is happy because it feels like the entire world is talking about the organization, hence the peaks. But as you well know, those stories dry up when there isn't anything to talk about or announce. So you have valleys. And when you run an agency, clients don't particularly love paying a retainer when they perceive there is no work happening. Of course, we know that It's not that simple, and there is real work happening, but that's not how they view it. So we were looking for a way to fill the valley so that the peaks were less eventful and there was something happening that drove results consistently. Enter the PESO model, which includes paid, earned, shared, and owned media. It was fairly easy to add owned media to the work we already did, but it was a little tougher showing how all of that creative work affected sales. More on that after the break. Then we added in shared media, particularly as Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn became household names and executives stopped thinking about them as a fad. The last thing we added in was paid media. It was the easiest thing to measure, but it felt like it flew in the face of what we did because we had to pay for it. But once we changed our thinking about it, after all, how many advertorials did you write early in your career? We realized we could still provide proper communications and storytelling, even though we were paying to place or boost it. But the real magic came when all four media types were used together. It became a fully integrated model that also allowed for influencer and email marketing, community building and partnerships, and event and affiliate marketing. But the absolutely most valuable thing about implementing the PESOL model, it created credibility, trust, and authority, both online and off. And it was measurable. And that is the golden word for 2023, measurable. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through measurement using the PESO model and where you can get additional help. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts create a successful measurement strategy and report on your success it will take you about 2 hours but it has quick bite sized lessons you can take when convenient it has actionable tips step-by-step approaches and examples from Jonah Burke Christopher Penn and me go to mrac.co/spinsucks to learn more get registered and start your measurement journey today that's mrac.co/spinsucks Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers. And I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts. The Pace Model Certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited Pace Model Certification from Spinsucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to Spinsucks.com slash Academy, or you can go to Spinsucks.com and click on Academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Okay, I know measurement is the bane of existence for many, but I'm here to tell you it's not as scary as you may think. It's storytelling using data to support your narrative. When you think about it that way, it becomes less scary and more intriguing. Let's talk about the metrics you might use when measuring your PESO model efforts. At the very tippy top of the marketing funnel are what I like to call vanity metrics. They make you feel good because you can see them increase pretty rapidly, but they don't really matter to an organization's goals. That said, you do need them so you know what's working and what's not. They will also tell you when it's time to tweak efforts or abandon something altogether. These we usually include as key performance indicators, and they include... Website traffic, from the stories you place, your contributed content, and from interviews and feature articles. For website traffic, you want to look at several things. How many unique visitors were on the site in the past 30 days? How many page views were there? And how many of those visitors came from the work that you did? In many cases, the organic and direct traffic will be correlated to the work that you do. They also include blog traffic from all of the content you produce. Likewise, the blog traffic will tell you which content resonates and which does not track unique visitors and page views, just like with website traffic. In the case of the blog though, pay attention to the top pages that people view. We'll come back to why that's important later. Then look at branded search terms for the organization. These will help you understand if people are searching for your organization or not. Then you can look at search visibility data, which will tell you if your website has increased or decreased in search. You can look at number of subscribers because if it's increasing, it means your content is resonating and people are sharing it. A a decrease, of course, means something else is going on. People hate your content, the website's broken, you're not getting the same open and click-through rates you once did, which goes back to your content not resonating. You can also look at social media, fans, followers, engagement, saves, and shares. While you track these numbers, overlay them with engagement, shares, and saves. This will tell you what people like to share and what's falling on deaf ears. Boosted content and promoted social media. If you're doing any boosted content or promoted social media, the data you get from the social media networks or content amplification software will tell you what you need to keep doing more of and what to stop doing. And then domain authority, which is a metric first developed by Moz that predicts how likely a website is to appear in search results compared to its competition. It's a signal to Google that people trust their content and it's relevant to its audiences. All right, so those are all your vanity metrics. Now your key performance indicators. Now you can start to get into data-driven metrics. This is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. So this includes leads. When we think about how communicators are generating leads, we typically look at organic and direct website traffic. If the organic traffic increases, we know that your content marketing and social media efforts are working and that you've properly optimized everything for search. When direct traffic increases, it's because people are actively typing your URL or your brand into their search browsers. We can correlate that to increased brand awareness, which means your earned media efforts are working. Paid media efforts are really easy to measure because you have all sorts of data, but those three are a little more challenging. Then you look at marketing qualified leads, which are those that have come in through your efforts and have shown some interest in buying from you. Sales qualified leads then are the marketing qualified leads that are ready for sales. They're ready to move into the sales process, which can mean different things for different companies. But the gist of it is that they're likely ready to talk to sales in some fashion, see a demo, talk about pricing, receive a proposal or meet in person. You can also look at shortened sales cycles. If you're in a consumer business, this is less important to you. But in a B2B organization, a sales cycle could be anywhere from two days to two years. Work with your sales team to figure out how long the average sale takes and set a goal to beat it. And then the last one, of course, is increased revenue. Figure out how you can affect growth. If you have e-commerce, your campaigns will drive to landing pages where people can buy. If you don't sell online, your content, email, social media, media relations, and other efforts will be measured through the leads you generate, how you nurture them with your content, and how you help sales convert them. There's a lot more to all of this, of course, far more than I can cover in one podcast episode. But the good news is that there are two places where you can get more help this year, the PESO model certification and the Fundamentals of Media Measurement with Muckrack. I will link to both in the show notes on SpinSucks, so you can see how each will help you both implement a PESO model program and measure it. Now is the time to think about how to do something new and more effective in 2023. May the odds be ever in your favor. If you want to learn more about measurement, the PESO model, and trends in communications in general, join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week.